the KMM Movie Review. All right. Back again for another nipple. We're not we're too spread out now. We're too far away. Review. This is a good thing. <laughs> yes. We've got two more movies. Well, two of us have two more movies. Yeah. Frank, unfortunately, couldn't make it to First mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. I had work. And then we also have... What do we see again today? Bad Times at, at El Royale. El Royale. Yes, that one. Royale. All right. So I guess let's go ahead and jump in with uh, First Man. El Frank First will be sending Mano. this one out. Yeah. Just if you have be, any, uh, if you have any questions, go ahead and ask, and yeah. we'll do our best to answer. Yeah. You'll be the audience surrogate. All right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. So synopsis of the movie: mm-hmm. Neil Armstrong's life. all right so basically starts out with him as a test pilot uh, and then it progresses to wait just before we start how much of the beginning did i miss because i was a little late um basically the entirety of his first test flight which was like super intense damn son how late were you (laughs) he i think he got there when he landed (laughs) wait so how late was he like how many minutes into the actual movie yeah that's what i'm asking uh probably five-ish minutes oh okay, oh, okay. five bad. to ten minutes somewhere okay in there. that's all i was asking but it so was like, like 35 minutes late to the starting oh, yeah. time it set the tone for the whole movie though <laughs> I, nah, like, I got it i got it anyway um so we start out with neil armstrong as mm-hmm. a test pilot for nasa <clears throat> and then him his progress towards becoming the uh, commanding officer of the moon landing the first moon landing flight and basically his personal tor- turmoil and all of that and how it shaped who he is as a as a commander for the mission and then ultimately the ending of it is them getting to the moon oh snap yeah spoiler, Dang, spoiler. spoiler alert Shit, whoa bro didn't see that coming back in 1969 ooh yeah good old 69 nice <laughs> nice smooth <laughs> anyway so that's the synopsis. I mean, it's based on a book. Um, so if you're really into Neil Armstrong, maybe you've read it. Um, I don't. I think it was the title of the book is also First Man. Um, so let's go ahead and do our scores. And you want me to start? Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, let's go. Nah, let's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let Simon go last. Simon. Simon. Yeah, Simon from uh, American Idol. Okay. The tough critic. <laughs> the tough critic. I'm not tough at all. I'm pretty sure hey, your average score you guys, is the lowest. Yeah, you guys always say that I'm the movie snob. I think yeah, you're, the, you're snob, the movie snob. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm the movie snob. You I have gave, the lowest average score. I gave the Meg like a six. Uh, that's still like your average. Yeah, I don't. I don't give movies like a three or a two, really. Okay. I'm. I'm I think good. we we generally give more high scores than low scores, generally. I'm usually like right. Anyway, uh, score here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's I'm gonna give it Simon over here an eight point five out of ten, and I'd say I'll watch it now because the audio design for the movie, I, I'd say makes it that alone probably makes it worth like audio designs and you're fucking shaking in your sh- seat while you're taking off and shit. Yeah, yeah, like uh, it 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 deserves being watched at a theater. Oh yeah, so. I give it a one out of ten. I'm just playing. <laughs> eight point five was what I was gonna give it. 
I was, watch it now or yeah, watch it All now. Right. All right. I was I was like, is it a nine? I was like, no, and I'll explain why. Yeah, so it's I, not really like that big. It's it's only half a point. Yeah, like for for me, like the movie is really good. Like it it shows half a point from a nine. Yeah, from a nine. Oh, okay. Eight point five, and the the movie just it, it does a really good job of showing that Neil Armstrong was like a, basically an emotionally stunted person. Oh yeah, who didn't know how to didn't talk about anything, deal with anything in his life outside of work. Like he was amazing as an engineer. He was a good commander, or at least that's you know the way that the movie portrays him. Um, obviously, he was a great astronaut. He was able to keep himself calm under you know super intense situations like life and death situations. Because like the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. you know, we'll we'll get a little spoilery here. But like I said, this is based on his life, so nah, I mean, whatever. So the beginning of the movie that Mike missed Mm -hmm. was he does a test flight for an early aircraft that could break the atmosphere. So he's getting like he sees the the beginning of space. Mm -hmm. He gets to a point where, you know, things are floating. He has to take notes on stuff. Then they start walking him through getting back down to where he can control the plane again. Because at that point, like he has no control. There's no aerodynamics, so he has no actual control. So he starts doing that, but then apparently he starts bouncing off of the atmosphere, which is a thing that can happen, I guess, if you get high enough. So he started going down, but then the he starts getting pulled back up pretty fast, and it's at a point where if he doesn't get it under control, he's just gonna be lost in space. Um. Or at least lost in the atmosphere where he can't actually get back to Earth. So that he, this is like where they set the tone for him being, you know, cool under pressure. He doesn't follow the commands that he's being given over the mic. He does what he knows he needs to do. So he like turns the whole plane sideways, ends up doing something to where he's able to get back down, almost crash crashes into the side of a mountain, but then goes over the mountain, lands in the like dried lake bed that they were supposed to land in. So that's where Mike came in. But like I yeah, said, that's, I saw when he landed when he was on the ground. That kind of sets the whole tone for the rest of the movie because people that happens, were like, like two other times. Fuck this guy when you were walking by. There was nobody in there. Oh. Nobody was, watched the movie? There weren't a lot of people. Like I mean it could have been because we were in it was the like, big theater. It was like two rows, maybe. Yeah, there weren't a lot a lot of people like Today's movie was packed. Yeah. Yesterday, no. But yeah, just I felt like the movie was just really solid. Like the sound design was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a super intense movie. Yeah, like, on some some points it was really intense. Um, like this, the first scene where they're going up in like in the rocket, just for, as for like a test. Um. It's like you only had the perspective of them in the capsule. Yeah. So it's like the camera's in the capsule. And by the way, this whole thing, I'm pretty sure it was filmed like completely on film. Like the, what do they call it? The like eight millimeter? Yeah. I don't know if it was eight millimeter. They they did a lot of the hand cam, like mm-hmm. where they're walking around. Which, to me, that's a detriment. Well, it, it looked like a movie that was filmed, like it was filmed in that time era, like the era. 
Yeah, it didn't, it wasn't like like a modern like digital no. cameras like all that. It looked like I mean, that could like, have all just been post processing. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure it was. That's what it looked like. Yeah, so it's it looked like a, a a movie recorded on that time's technology. And then sometimes the audio, like it was kind of hard to understand them a lot of the time. The radios, kinda, yeah. Which I mean, uh, that which was also sense. part of the yeah, yeah. Like, authenticity there. And uh, but that scene, the first time they went in, they were in a pod, on strapped onto a fucking rocket, right? And then you only get the inside perspective in the in the pod, and then you just hear like the rocket going off and the fucking the whole thing is shaking, and then you're just going up and you're like you don't know what's gonna happen. And there's only two people in this. Thing, yeah, there's so only it's like, and it's ver- super it's cramped. It's super cramped, so you feel claustroph- claustrophobic too. And then all you see is like blue, 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 like just the sky. And then eventually it goes just completely black. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, we're in space. And that whole scene was just it's super like. It, for me, it was stressful because I'm like, I, obviously, I know this, this guy is going to make it. But like just putting myself in that position, I'm like, I'd be fucking scared shitless. Yeah. Like oh, that's getting, what the, I feel like that's strapped what the, up to a rocket. The movie does extremely well. Is like mm-hmm. making you feel like, oh my god, what what would I do in this situation? Because like a, a lot of those scenes inside the spacecraft are like real claustrophobic. Like, oh yeah, it feels like you're in there with them. So like they did a really really good job with that. But like with the whole shaky cam thing and the whole, it looks like it's filmed. Mm-hmm. Like in the sixties, like it like just looked kind of grainy. Yeah, there's graininess. There's a lot of some scenes didn't have great focus, mm. which that's part of the whole detriment for me. It's like I would rather have some of the more modern aspects in that regard, visuals wise, because it just kind of to me it took away from some of the moments, like the more character driven moments for like whenever um, Neil Armstrong and was it, was it Ed. <clears throat> his the, neighbor they were walking when oh, they were walking yeah. out on the street like that was all done in a shaky cam like walking thing and it's like this doesn't need that like just have it be a nice dolly i want to see what they're saying i want it to be nice and crisp but they they didn't do that to me it just kind of takes away from the moment a little bit but was there a reason <clears throat> for that style of camera like was it i like, think it's yeah, to, to feel often yeah, I mean, kind of, it, it made it feel more like document uh, documentary style, but I think it was more of the make it feel more authentic mm. mentality, like which I don't have a problem with. It's just, I think for some scenes it didn't work extremely well, but uh, I also did not know that Neil Armstrong had a daughter. Yeah. Oh, well, he had. Yeah, he has two boys. Yeah, but the then, movie starts with the daughter and he has dying. Daughter. Who died of like a brain tumor or something like that. Apparently it was actually, because I read up on it after, mm-hmm. like apparently she actually died of pneumonia. I mean, they don't mention that in the movie. Yeah. But like she had a malignant brain tumor. Yeah. And then all of a sudden like you figured out that it is a brain tumor and then all of a sudden she's dead. But apparently in real life it was, she died yeah. of pneumonia mm-hmm. because of her weakened immune system mm-hmm. due to the brain tumor. Um, But like he doesn't deal with it at all. Like next yeah. day he's at work. He buries his daughter, goes to work the next day. Yeah. And um what a stud. So like people walk up to him, they're like, uh, you know, you can take a few days off, right? He's like, Yeah, I know. I'm just reading up on this Gemini program. 
It's like, um, okay. To me, like the movie was like, it just, obviously everyone knows that astronauts are badasses, right? It's like, they might nah, be, bro, because they're not real, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not a real job. I mean, they, they also uh, like established the whole, like mm-hmm. the military guys are the real, you know, we're the real astronauts here mm-hmm. and the. Like the engineers, like Neil Armstrong, were seen as the the eggheads, the mm-hmm. ones who just sat down and you know wrote everything out. But yeah, and then they quickly found out that you the you know Neil Armstrong's super smart, right? He's a he's an engineer, and then he also has some military background with flying planes, right? He's a pilot, and like the shit that they had to do to get in shape for the you know for the flight and. All the things they had to do, they had to do math on the fly. Like motherfucker had pen and paper on his fucking inside. Just oh, hold on, let me get a. Yeah, like they have a whole scene where I gotta go. <laughs> like he has, they lose like Fuck. the whenever the first time they they go to space. Mm-hmm. The one the scene that uh, Mike talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, they lose track because like the whole point of their mission is to go to space, mm-hmm. dock with another spacecraft to prove that while they're orbiting a planet, they can dock with another spacecraft and then mm. move on they get up there and they lose the spacecraft like they're like oh we don't know where we're at what's going on it's completely dark so then can't see shit. neil armstrong's just like writing stuff down he's like all right um i need this this and this and then like they're telling like mission controls like all right well we need you to do these burns to get to where you're at and he's like shut up i'm doing math he's like i'm just i'm working so then he like does stuff does this what he needs to do for the burns and then Finds they find it. it they dock and then craziness ensues yeah like that's whenever he like they almost die because mm-hmm. again <laughs> oh this is yeah this is like the first time like for an actual space mission that he's been in space i'm yeah. pretty sure yeah so basically the start of their you know astronaut training was them getting in this mechanism that is supposed to do like three different types of spinning and they're supposed to be able to try to fight against the g-forces stabilize to stabilize before the gyro out. before they pass it's out not that thing that's just spinning around in a circle is it not that one no, no. it's okay. not that's that. that's just like the g-force test this was like the g-force test plus you have to try to stabilize it so like you're you're like you're spinning in pilot. Like all different kind of directions yeah like it's spinning you around but you're getting to a point where like your body can't handle it so like he's the first one who gets up goes into it he's you know trying passes out just then he's like oh i'll do it again so he does it again but then like they imply that no one ever actually finishes it like no one actually Mm -hmm. has successfully completes it well you can get better i guess you can get better at it oh yeah you can practice but like they never show at least in the movie that anyone ever completes it. But then that same situation is what happens to mm-hmm. them that first time that he's out in space. So he has to actually figure it out. Like his, the person who's with him passes out. Yeah. It's and just, he gets it's right there too passing out in space. And if he passes out there, you just they die. die. So he's just like, he he's like on the brink of passing out and he's like turning switches on and shit. It just goes to show that he, what they want is a problem solver. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter. Like he can be an okay pilot, which maybe he was just an okay. Like he, I mean, he was not like 
the best. He probably wasn't the best pilot out of the the, the bunch. And they never really specified. Um, like, but he was a problem solver, <clears throat> right? In when things are going bad, he's able to figure his way out. And not everyone has that ability. Yeah, but that's why he, that's why he was perfect for it. So like all this stuff with him and like being an astronaut, like you see that he's like, yeah, he's he's meant to be a yeah, commander. He was the guy. And um, but all his stuff with his family, like, oh my god. Oh yeah, he was a good astronaut. Shitty husband, terrible husband, and father. He seemed like a decent father as long as it was just I'm gonna help you with your homework and we're gonna play around a little bit. Anything beyond that though, he was. Just it was like, strictly business with the kids. Like when, <laughs> whenever he was having, like he, he didn't even want to ha- before he was gonna go to uh, into the last Apollo 11 mission. Like it was very likely that he was not gonna come back, and then he was just packing up at night, and then he was just gonna take off. Like wasn't he gonna talk to the kids? Wasn't going to address it at all, nothing. And then his wife made him sit down with his kids and say, you're going to talk to the kids. You're going to tell them, you know, what you're going to be doing. And then daddy's going to go bye-bye. Now, the conversation was, was all right. um, Anyone have any questions? He treated his conversation with his children like a a press conference. Yeah, it was like a press conference. He was was just like, all right, um, you know, going out in space. Um, anyone got any questions, <laughs> Billy? Yeah, and his son's just like, so you might not come back, and he's like, mm-hmm. or I think he says like, are you worried that the mission might fail or something like that? And then he's just like, well, we have every intention of this he's being like, a successful yeah, mission. Yeah, we've been preparing for this mission for a long time. We have every. Uh, I think that's in the trailer. Yeah, he's talking to that's his kid. Of, yeah, yeah, shit. Yep. And then uh, <laughs> Wait, is that a damn press conference? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, but it just throughout the movie. You know, it it's very clear that he's closed off to talking about his his daughter that died to anyone, especially his wife, right? They don't ever talk about it. And then um The death of anyone really, because yeah. like a lot of the pilots that he knew from you know, any kind of test pilot NASA stuff or the astronaut stuff, because a lot of those guys end up yeah, dying. A mm-hmm. lot of the pilots that were, uh, or the, the astronauts that were chosen to be in the program, a lot of them died. So he Doing like what? never directly deals with dies of what? Like what are they? Is, is it like well, so, or tests? Like, or? Well, so the big one, so Apollo one is the one where they were in the capsule locked in. And mm-hmm. then that electrical fire happened inside and they all got burned to death. Mm-hmm. They all fucking burnt up. Um, that like his neighbor who was like his closest there friend were four at that of them point, in there, right? Three, there was three, it was four? three of them, three. So it was like Gus something who was like one of the mission command guys, but like he was one of the ones who established. Yeah, he was everything. One of the OGs. Um, then his neighbor who I can't remember his name, and then some other guy. Um, so those three dead just died because of the electrical fire. <laughs> Shit, Apollo one. And this was just like a test. Like this wasn't even, I don't think they were even supposed to like go all the way out into orbit or anything. It was just supposed mm-hmm. to be like a test to make sure that yeah, they were like, they the were protocols chilling, were working. Right. They were chilling in the capsule, <laughs> just like reading shit. And then sparks fire happens. They're like, Hey guys, we need to get out. The radios weren't working. And then like a second later, just boom, boom just pops the capsule and dead. They're all dead. Um, so like his wife, Neil Armstrong's wife was like really close friends with the neighbor whose husband died. And then 
she just she knows that Neil doesn't ever you know deal with any of this stuff so he like never talks about death with anybody so yeah uh, just overall I'd say a really solid movie it, it shows that it's a really intense movie it shows mm-hmm. how crazy the idea of going to the moon was at the time is it more how much percentage of time is in space versus earth there's like barely moon. any space there's though. barely any space oh, okay like the last 15 like, minutes is like the like him being in space yeah. like going to the moon yeah like the last 15 minutes yeah because like they they do show them on the moon um and like while on the moon they cut i'm in. assuming this is real I mean, apparently the screenwriter for this took four years to write it because he wanted it to be as accurate as possible. But um, he ends up, whenever he's in space, he had like a little bracelet that his daughter used to wear and it had her name on it. Mm-hmm. And he like put that out on the moon. So I felt like that was like, they probably added that in for the movie. I mean, that's possible. That's why I said, mm-hmm. like supposedly the guy who wrote it Try to be as accurate, to be as, accurate as, possible. as possible. But yeah, that me, could I feel like that would be pretty realistic mm-hmm. because he doesn't talk to anyone about it, but he's dealing with it in his own way by you know one, at go. the press conference they're talking about, Oh, are, are you gonna take anything to the moon for your wife or he's something like, like that? Uh, just some extra fuel if I if I can if I could. Yeah, because like Buzz Aldrin's like he was like the the good personable one. So he's like, Oh well, you know, uh I'm probably gonna take some of my wife's jewelry because, you know, who wouldn't love to give your wife bragging rights? And everyone's mm-hmm. just like, oh, Buzz is a oh, fucking Buzz. asshole, too. <laughs> and Neil Armstrong puts him in his place every time. Mm. But, um, yeah, I just thought it was a really good movie that showed, like, the inadequacies, like, emotionally of him, but how great he was as an engineer and an astronaut. And it was just a really solid movie that kind of showed how intense space travel and. Yeah, and then how, is. like, these these astronauts it's like you don't have to be doing this but yeah. they you know every time you go up even when you're not going up you there's a potential of you dying you got a family back home everyone knows that and just doing it to further this whole thing that we're doing which we haven't re- made any progress on since then so <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> uh, well cuz i mean honestly it was like the journey to the moon was more important than actually getting and stepping on the moon. Yeah, it was it was a, all political. Like they they kind of play that up in the movie a little bit like where they're talking about like oh this is all you know we got to beat the Russians it's something in space. <clears throat> and then cuz the Russians were whooping our asses. They have Sputnik. like the whole like, I didn't know this but there were a bunch of protests over NASA spending I think yeah. it was like 30 something billion on the space program. So like there was like a famous song, protest song about Whitey's on the moon. Whitey's on the moon. While like, you know, primarily minorities are, you know, living in poverty back on Earth. So yeah, but it was um, just a really. But Whitey's on the moon. So, I would say, definitely yeah, check the, it out. If the you only get gripe the with me, it was uh, I just felt some. It was a little bit long. That's the only gripe. I felt like the pacing was fine in my opinion. The main thing for me was like it it also had kind of the same thing with um outside of like the whole shaky cam like some of the focusing on stuff add a little bit of the um like white boy rick slash black Klansman thing where it's like feels like they're just kind of hitting points 
but it wasn't as bad. I think this was the best one as far as like based on a book slash real many life events. How years did it occur over? Uh, I can't remember. I, th- I want to say like four it's, or five. It's more than that. Cause it, I think it starts in 61 or 60 and, and then, then ends in 69. 69. So, but it yeah. spends most of its time in like, I think it was 65 and then like but it skips around like nine. pretty well. Like it tells you the time, like when things are happening. Yeah. <clears throat> but you don't really have like a strong sense of the time shifts outside of them putting something up on the screen to tell you that it's a new year. Hmm. So like that would, that's kind of a minor issue really. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel like it affected the movie at all. I felt it was good. Yeah. So great movie. Go check it out. On to it might win some awards. So oh, I think it will. On to the next one. Bad times at the El Royale. At the El Royale, yes. This is a movie that we all watched. We all watched this one, so we can all have some input here. The synopsis follows how many people was it? Six. Mm. Five. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it follows five people mm-hmm. um, who are all checking into a hotel and basically their individual interactions with the hotel and each other and how everything ends up culminating into this big... Uh, uh hodgepodge yeah like big mess of a situation um Mm -hmm. i guess that's the best way to put it um so scores start with frank you didn't get to give one gonna give it an eight out of ten and i wait for it Okay, but I'll wait for it. Guess I'll go next. I think I'm gonna match that eight out of ten. Wait for it. Yeah, I'd Yeah, I'd go with eight. Solid eight and I mean yeah, there's nothing really in the movie that's saying, you know watch this now as soon as you can in a theater or anything so yeah i'd say wait for it so we'll get a little bit more more spoilery now the um i don't know what it was like i liked that they followed like they did individual character Mm -hmm. like the they did the room by room Mm kind of thing but i felt like they didn't handle that in the best structured way like i would have preferred if they did like a history of the character and then some extra stuff like at the hotel yeah but i feel like they kind of they didn't do that for everyone at least not in the same way so it felt a little bit weird with some of that i guess also it it felt a little longer than it needed to be some things felt a little too drawn out um, there was some rehashing that was okay, but not great from the different perspectives. Um, 
But I thought the characters were all pretty amazing. Yeah. But the was, acting was real good. Yeah. It's definitely the best part of it for me. Acting was real good. Uh, I don't know. I just thought the... Like, you're following these characters around, but there's really, like, nothing. Like, you don't know why. Just, what the fuck? Like, yeah. okay, we're just watching these people. There's not really, like, oh. Like, you don't really know what's going on at all. And at the end, you're like, okay, this is just one character's backstory that's affecting these other characters. Yeah. Kind of. It was yeah, like, there was... Mm. Yeah, I, like there was no reason to expand on other people's backstory when you only needed to expand on one person's. Yeah, and yeah. that and they're the reason why everything everything else is, is happening. going to shit. Yeah, so there's like there's no, like, do I need to know that the priest is a bank robber? I, I mean, I guess in his <laughs> whole backstory with his brother and. Yeah. It gives more of that. It's like, do I need to need to know that? I do like the relationship between the priest and the singing lady. Yeah, and then do I need do I need the background of the singing lady, and you know that I think she was the most uh, like nothing character for her. Like she didn't really. Yeah, because I mean, like ultimately, it seemed like it didn't affect her at all. Yeah, exactly. I mean, outside of she doesn't wear the weave anymore. Like, okay, good for you. I guess. But um Yeah, I mean I can agree with that for the most part. Like was I, just, the individual yeah. motivations were kind of they were interesting. I think mm-hmm. if they would have focused more on and, the individual stories they instead didn't of having them all connect. on the <laughs> They never talked about the dude who got fucking blasted yeah, with the like, shotgun. Like, why, like <laughs> why was he he was an FBI agent? Yeah, he was an FBI agent. But like why was he there? Because of the hotel? Like Yeah, I mean he said he they explained it in the movie. Like he he was there to retrieve the listening devices that were in that room, mm-hmm. but then he found other listening devices from some other organization. So then he the mission changed to check the entire hotel for any other listening devices, and then he decided to get involved with the whole kidnapping thing. Mm. Got blah blah blasted. And the they were talking about JFK, right? Yeah, on the, on the video on the yeah for sure film. Uh huh. You saw uh, Marilyn Monroe at the beginning, and I was like, "Wow, oh. did you?" Yeah, yeah, they had the pictures on the wall. Remember oh. them when they're like, "Yeah, the El oh, Royale used to be this happening. piece of shit," mm-hmm. and it just shows pictures of uh, uh, Marilyn Monroe. I'm like, "Oh yeah, the rumors that her and JFK were having okay. an affair, yeah. the secret tunnels below the White House to sneak her in and out, the fuck tunnels." <laughs> yeah, apparently not. JFK was flying to the El Royale. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like the whole backstory for like the actual hotel was cool. Like, yeah, the idea that like this is like a sting operation yeah. to. I would I would say the, the, the place was very nice. The visuals were nice. Yeah. Uh, believable time period. Yeah. Um, the way the characters talked. That was the good. FBI agent was really like John Hamm. Yeah. Oh god, he, he was, was really such a douchebag. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, he was a dude. Like, he was believable. I'm yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, oh yeah, this guy's a fucking like, douchebag. The fact that he like mostly ignored the black woman mm-hmm. until well, he's I like, think oh, I was... guess that's the only the only reason a uh, uh, sales person and a Negro can stay at this hotel is because it's no longer in fashion. Well, that was part, I think that's just part of his character, like that he yeah. was playing. I, yeah. I don't think that's actually him, like as the FBI agent. Yeah, I know, but like that's what I'm saying. That was like he's supposed to be. 
like that that seems like that's a perfectly acceptable character to be yeah in that time frame um and he pulled it off perfectly <laughs> mm-hmm. but I, I also i did like that they weren't afraid to like kill characters oh yeah it's like john ham dies pretty close to the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. and it's just like okay john ham's done <laughs> yeah they kill him all so quick um and all- I like the different perspectives of the one scene, like that we saw. Oh, uh, the one scene. The only uh, I will say about that one scene, which one was scene? you know the one that uh, you see it from everybody's perspective. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the timing was a little bit weird for the priest. For the priest was like, like he got up that fast, like because yeah. it was like she goes, runs out, gets in her car. Oh yeah, sees that dude like immediately. Busting into uh, the the girl's hotel room, and I'm like, by this time the priest has already gotten up and yeah. has already gone to the back, in his back back behind the the glass the watching. glass during this time. Like yeah. he found them, got up, they had that conversation that fast. Yeah. That's the only thing I was like, ah, oh, that timing doesn't work out at all. Like it doesn't work out at all. Yeah, that's the only just flaw minor, with that scene. Just minor little things here and there, not yeah. anything. But I don't know. There was really just nothing about it was like, oh, fuck, this is, you got to come watch this now. Yeah, it wasn't as. And it, it's not a bad movie, though. It's not no. one where I say don't, like, you need to see it, but not now. Like, wait, dollar movie, nothing else to watch. Yeah. Definitely if you. I'd say rent it. Yeah, rent it if, if it comes on cable theater, or yeah. something. Definitely watch it. But I mean, the, the music was really good. The aesthetic of the movie was great. I would say. Oh yeah, for sure. And all, I, I, all the characters were great. Like, yeah, pedophile Chris Hemsworth was cool. Chris Hemsworth was <laughs> a mega. I think that's pedophile. probably the the best acting I've seen from Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Like he was amazing in the movie. Uh, he he seemed like almost like the he was like a perfect know, like cult leader. Manson, yeah, like mm-hmm. cult leader. Oh, yeah. he was a mega cult leader, bro. I was like, oh shit, who's just manipulating these girls? Fucking him. They, they ha- he was like, all right, yeah, do whatever I want. Yeah. You're going to fight if you want to come bang me up in the house. Yeah, and they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and she was fighting. She yeah. Was vicious. She, she fought her ass off. But yeah, like, the characters were really interesting. I, I The one that I feel like I, I would have, I wish could have been better was the bellboy guy. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever he said, I've killed 123 people. I was like, oh, oh he's going to be a, yeah, I thought he was a serial killer. Yeah, I was about to be like, oh, like, oh my God, we're about to get some Vietnam like, vet. Yeah. Which I, I, which was cool, but yeah. Cause I mean, it, it showed that he had like some crazy skill with a gun, but yeah. cause he was like a sniper, but at he was the, it was like, badass, this could have been a lot more interesting if it turned into, he's been like a, a contract killer for the government. No, I feel, I feel like this is, Hey, did anybody it figure out what that little girl way did? To explain, I'm guessing killed her dad. No, oh, that was the the murders that they talked about on the news. That doctor and her and his wife. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. That's right, that's and then right. she's like, she has the knife. She's like standing over the body. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So she was the murderer that they were looking for. <clears throat> and I, I guess it was it. They seemed to say that she wasn't. She just did this on her own. Yeah, she's just a like sociopath. Just, yeah, they. Did she tell you what they did, or, or did she? Did you tell them what yeah, she did? Yeah. yeah. And then, like, when she's dying, she's like, or it might have been before, but she was like, there was no violence before you. It's like, well, it's there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she gutted. 
She gutted Miles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stabbed his little bitch ass. Right bro, Miles, Miles was just shit, bro. Yeah, at the yeah. end. Headshots for but days. He was a heroin addict. Yeah. I don't know. They could have expanded on some more things. But, I, I mean, overall, it was entertaining, but it yeah. wasn't uh, impactful <clears throat> whatsoever. I would say it wasn't as impactful as I was really. It was a it, it was, was a creative be. way of telling that story. Was yeah, this yeah. like a was this a? Um, but what's the story? That's the whole thing. Like, what story are they telling? I wouldn't be able to tell you. I'm like, well, <laughs> I, I hey, guess this is the story. Uh, yeah. So you're watching all this, but it just actually turns out this pedophile's coming to get his bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, if and you think about it, it doesn't it, impact anyone outside it, of people who die. Yeah. It, like, if you think about it chronologically, it's just they show up, and then that night, um. The guy busts into that. Just if you think about it this way, uh, John Hamm busts into that fucking hotel. He gets shot, and then everything kind of goes off of there, and then it just ends up in her calling up the um, clans or the the clans guy, the uh, the uh, cult guy, and it's like, "Hey, I'm over here." And then they show up, and then they just take everyone hostage. Like that's the story. Yeah, but and then yeah, like yeah. I mean, but even the John Hanford, you could probably just leave that out. It's just some guy coming to <laughs> yeah, get yeah, because no his, one no one girl. knew what he was. No yeah. one knew that he was a, a secret agent. So it's just a regular everyone guy. just calls him the, uh, a cop. Yeah, a cop. yeah. Like okay, that was like that's the story. But how you get to the end? I mean, I is think what the, it, creative the whole point of it was like they wanted to have. It seemed like. They wanted to have motivations for the characters to be there mm-hmm. instead of it just being, oh, coincidentally, we we're yeah, all here. Wrong, wrong place, wrong time. But it was, he was there on a mission from the FBI. Yeah. The singer lady I, was I there. Think the, I think the problem, though, is because, I mean, I've seen movies like this before, and they're always at like hotels or whatever. But I think the problem was that not every character had. A motivation to be at that hotel like uh, like the black woman hers was just like yeah i just stayed yeah i mean her, it was yeah cheap. hers was the weakest of like, like the, the actual priest, motivations like his was good like if mo- more of them had that then that would have been interesting like oh well, i like, mean john hams was yeah powerful it was okay was, yeah it was, was okay a good one but uh i think for him they could have give like more on like what mike said like why is he there exactly like what were they doing with those yeah. wiretaps, yeah, like I would have why. preferred more information. And on the then it never, and then you never get any information on what the fuck's going on with the actual hotel. Besides, I guess it's only because the home uh, hotel owners are perverts. But you well, never I, really I think find out why. I think it's more of a, it used to be like a place where you get, yeah, like celebrities, yeah. yeah, like blackmail for people that are higher up. Yeah, because it, it, it used was popular, be, they could. It used to be on and popping for yeah. like the who's who. And then they'd stay there. You'd sign a little ledger, and then you find out who's there. And then we can prove it. Look, he signed it. And then this is the video of yeah. him fucking a wolf or whatever. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, I was like, what the Which, fuck? Then he said like it, they didn't. He like he didn't have. It sex wasn't. With no, it wasn't. No, he said he, he said, said he it, just it wasn't sexual, it, but it wasn't. But not it wasn't sex. not sexual. I don't know what that means. You just said nothing statement. <laughs> yeah, but. I, like the whole like he started that statement off by saying that he's seen a man lay with a wolf. Yeah. Well, I guess he did. I guess he could have. He did lay with the wolf. Literally lay, lay with. That's what he said. So. Yeah, bro. I'd be like you laying with a girl. Y'all are both naked, but you don't do anything. It's not sexual, but it's not not sexual. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Know. 
I feel like they could have done more with Miles because he's the one who's seen all this stuff. Yeah. For however long that he's been there, plus like his whole thing with the yeah, Vietnam you really War. don't. He, yeah, you don't get anything from him. Yeah. Until the end. Yeah. Whenever we, like, he just like turns into super, super killer ass motherfucker. Bro, he robot just. Bow, 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 bow. Headshot, 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 headshot. <laughs> yeah, bang, like, bang, bang, uh, bang, 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 bang. Oh, you think you're going to hide behind that couch? No, bullets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they kill off homegirl so quick. She just gets blasted dead. Yeah. Just fuck. Your sister oh, which one? Dakota a, Johnson? Yeah. Uh, your sister didn't give a fuck about hot. you. You're going to go watch Fifty Shades of Grey yeah. now? You know yeah, what's you weird? Saw that, you saw that booty and now you got to yeah, watch. Yeah, bro. She was in the final episode. Like maybe one or two episodes of The Office, and then Jerry Gergich and Nick Offerman, which are both in Parks and Rec. So those three were all. Dude, in. Nick Offerman changed his voice so much for that movie. I was like, oh, it barely sounds like him. He also looks pretty different whenever he shaves, shaves like his yeah. beard, or like because he had like a weird yeah, like part beard, it was but the mustache, was, yeah, his mustache was a little bit thinner too. And his voice wasn't it. But he's really only at the beginning and then whenever there's the little bit of the retelling. Yeah. For, uh, yeah. Never really says, I guess the other partner, the new guy killed him. I assume. Yeah. Never really says. But yeah, they don't really (laughs) expand on that. Yeah. He doesn't talk what happens to that guy. Like, who killed your brother? I mean, it had to have been him because he's like, oh, wait, he's here. Yeah. Because he, like, let his guard down. Yeah. Yeah. But you would think that that would be one that someone would see and. I guess do something about yeah. Well, um, I don't know. I I could have I could have used a scene of maybe that that guy getting out, and going and killing that dude or whatever who killed his brother, yeah. or something. Something like what happened? Who's the guy? Is it the new guy? Did he kill your brother? Yes. What the fuck did you do to him? I mean the dementia stuff. Yeah, probably could have taken or leaving that. Yeah, it didn't really add it. It didn't really add anything. I mean, I guess it. The only thing it did add of why he had to get in that lady's room. To me, it just yeah. it felt like a game of guess who. It's yeah, like, exactly. I was like in the in the board game, guess who? Like who's doing this? Who's he, they doing did that? it with, you know, a pipe wrench or whatever. I mean, I would have preferred if it was more mystery than yeah, yeah. What it ended yeah. up being, I thought that's I thought it was gonna <clears throat> be a mystery. I was like, oh okay, here yeah. we go. Like something's gear, gonna happen. And yeah, then, gearing and up then, for like I need to pay attention to all these details because yeah. it'll come. It, and yeah, yeah. Like, oh. like like something's gonna happen at the hotel, and you're gonna have to figure out like, mm. oh fuck, which one Who was done it? it? And they're yeah. all like, it wasn't me. No, yeah. but it was straightforward to Yeah, it's <laughs> just no mystery. Hey, yeah, everything you just watched. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> this actual girl over here is getting fucked by Chris Hemsworth. He's coming to get this bitch. That's it. Just oh okay. Because, I mean, it started out good. It was like the FBI agent, like, oh, why is he there? Oh, he's discovered this, uh, all these tunnels and, you know. Like, oh, shit. Two-way, yeah, two-way glass and. Yeah. Is that who I think it is? <gasps> it is. But he's dead. Yeah. Come Fucking on. JFK. But he's dead. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. So. And actually, both of these movies were set in the same time period. Mm-hmm. Right around it. Mm-hmm. So, Alrighty. I think that wraps up another nipple twisting review. Yeah, we've uh, got possibly two more movies next yeah, week. There's nothing really hot coming out, but Halloween, Halloween which and... we were discussing the Halloween uh anthology <laughs> and Oh my god. Yeah, we did a uh retro 
whatever retrospective and it was shit so uh yeah. yeah so we'll we'll have some movies next week remember guys we have a patreon don't forget to give to your favorite podcast suggest some movies on twitter yeah yeah you guys can suggest some movies for us to watch you know it doesn't have to be in the theaters it can be on netflix or something we'll we'll attempt to watch it but Twitter handle is K Minorities. Yeah. At K Minorities. At K Minorities. Again, at <laughs> K Minorities. Hit, Hit us, us up. up. Oh, man. Hit us up. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.